Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today, we're going to talk about the werewolf, serial killer Mikhail Puckoff. A, uh, oh, <laughs> what the hell is that? Perfect. Now, uh, oh, <laughs> Mikhail okay. Puckoff was a, uh, is a Russian serial killer. Uh, uh, he was also a police officer who is believed to have been responsible for over 80 murders in Russia, in Siberia, actually. Which, Colonel, if you live in, in Siberia, do you really care if you murdered, really? Well, and how did he find 80 people I, in Siberia? Well, 80 people walking the streets, that'd be a tough one to. Uh, being a werewolf, why would you want to be in Siberia? Well, I mean, you got all these temperate places. I mean, you could go down to Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, any the Black Sea, any kind the of Black place. Sea. The Black Sea, yeah. Oh, I mean, just places Greece. I mean, places that don't get a lot of snow. And and you know, if you're a werewolf, you can live anywhere. What does it matter? Oh my God! But Siberia, he must have been. You know what must have happened to me? He must have been. A uh, an outcast werewolf, where they just send him off to Siberia. Uh, nothing worse, Brandy, than an outcast werewolf. Well, and yeah, I mean, first of all, the werewolf union just got tired of him and said, "You know, get out of here, get up to Siberia, you're well, jackass." Well, we'll here's talk- the thing: what are you policing in Siberia? Well, they got a lot of crime over there. Apparently, they got serial like, killers running police, around. If you're a police officer, is that like when they're like, "Yeah." um... We know you fucked this up, so we're gonna go ahead and assign you to another post. Oh, you think if and, you're if yeah. you're a serial killer, they put him in on desk desk duty? I maybe, maybe while they investigate. Sure. Uh, now this, you know, we, we hear a lot in the news about police reform, Timmy. Oh, good, we're gonna do. This. And uh, I I believe when I you got a uh, when you got a a policeman. Uh, Turning into a werewolf and killing people, I I, I believe that's a that's, ta- that's a good that's argument. Taking that reform is a good argument. That, that's something that needs to be reformed, Timmy. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, we're gonna Just we're gonna wow. we're gonna talk about the uh, Mike Mikhail Puckoff and his dastardly deeds. <laughs> but before we do, let me remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast. We use adult language, and if adult language offends you, then what we would suggest that you do is. 
fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, just go get. We're tired of you people. We're tired of your righteousness, your self righteousness, because we know you're living sinful lives and you're judging us for the way we talk. Wow. How about why are? How about you go look, look in the mirror and see if you can look yourself in the eye and say, "Am I better than those people?" And probably you can say yes with a with an honest heart. Well, I'm not really sure what exactly. I was making that. So Chuck's on time today, so now all of a sudden he is just fucking Gabby Magoo here. Well, I mean, and, I'm glad you bring you know, that up, Brandy, because uh, the, the, the colonel and I would like to talk to you about your professionalism because, again, again, lack thereof. again today, you were late. We were supposed to record at 10 o'clock. You were not here. And we're concerned about you. We're concerned that you're not giving this podcast the energy. You're not giving – you're not – Colonel, when when we podcast, oh it's like we're making love to the audience. Don't don't you think Ooh. so? Ugh. One by one, Timmy. Our uh, 10,000 listeners, it's like we're, 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 just, we're just embracing them. Oh, my God. Embracing them and providing warmth and – you know, we might be a little gropey with them, but but yeah, we we look at our audiences as well. We look at our audiences. I we are servants stop. to our audience, except for the devil. Well, oh my God, the devil thinks. How many times have you heard in just our uh, private conversations? You know, Timmy. Well, we're talking about our audience and saying, you know, uh, the listeners, the blah blah blah, and the devil just says. I'll fuck them. They're they're I'll losers. That's what she said. Yeah, they're losers. If they had any good sense, they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. I mean, it's 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 just a bad way to. Well, it's just a bad way to do when business. You and you, you and know? I, Colonel, when we're when we're podcasting, like I said, we make a love to the audience. Oh my God! Stop we do. it! Now, we make love and, like we're like we're reading a and, book. Like we got the Colonel's book and we opened it up and we're. Page two seventeen, and we say, "Get ready, audience! Here it comes." And, and Brandy, here comes audience. And Brandy, by contrast, she's like the hooker who who strolls like in, strolls right. in with a, a, a you know a fifth in one hand, cigarette in the other, plops down on the bed and says, "Get on with it." You know what I mean? Don't you get yeah. that sense? Climb on, first boy, of all, you ready? <laughs> first of all. My Saturday night is none of your business. Come on, sweetie. Get on board. <laughs> yeah. My Saturday night is none of your gonna business. You're going to have to get it hard yourself. I'm just going to lay I was like four minutes late. I had to take the dog get out. Get it hard on both. your time. Ah, not on oh my mine. God. Ah. I don't sound like that. When he got a case of whiskey, whiskey dick there. Now, come on. I get paid one way or another. Whiskey I don't dick. care. Can you, wow. hand me, can you hand me that ashtray, sweetie? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But we're we're glad you showed up. I guess that's the, you know the one good thing that we can say. Well, I don't know how our audience feels about that, but we're glad the Colonel and I. Are, she got, well, she got she actually got fans out I, there. Too. I'm a fan. I, I am a fan for favorite. Life me, I can't figure it out. For the, I, well, yeah, See? See, I, I can't figure it out, and and that really shows the uh, really the quality of our listeners, <laughs> but. Which which shows even more, Timmy, really. Yes. The sacrifice we make 
by making love to all Stop it. It, it. You know, it, it drains yeah. us, Colonel. I know when, when we're done podcasting, <laughs> you probably feel like I do. You, you have to you, – you basically collapse – and because mm-hmm. that's because I had that bow help me up the steps just to get out of bed. And that's because we give it everything we have. And uh, 110%. My Brandy just sits there drinking her whiskey, smoking her cigars, smoking her cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Yelling at the dog, yelling at Noah. Speaking they of the dog, we it. haven't heard the dog with the squeaky toy. Where, where's it? Well, at? she's napping right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's napping. She's had a rough morning. And how, how uh, is Lucy? Lucy's good. She's good. I took her for a spa day Friday, and she very much enjoyed that. And now she smells good. So she's well, wonderful. We would love to have her she on the is, podcast sometime. She's my favorite. She's on the podcast every week. <laughs> right. I know. Toy. And there's really nothing I can do about it. Like, I tried to get her squeaker toys that didn't squeak as loud. And she eviscerated them. So I looked over and there was... That's what they're supposed to do no, with No, no, no. So, like, I got her, you know, those Kong toys, like, that are supposed yeah. to be sort of indestructible. So I got her a couple of those, and they're not as loud. And, you know, I got her a little alligator and another little thing, and they're not as loud. And I'm like, okay. So she can play with these, and then, you know, she'll do that. And then I'll take the really loud squeaker toys that she's just killed and toss them well i look over and she's got this fucking kong toy just shredded just fucking shit everywhere see that's bullshit you know PetSmart told us because they say if if your dog can tear up the kong toy you can return it for a new one they're liars after about three of them the pet store told us you know what you have a dog that uh you know rudy's half german shepherd so he's got the canines and he can tear shit up they told us that we was exempt from that. We could no longer return Kong toys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have a Rudy, some Rudy right rule. There. Yeah, they, there is the Rudy rule. PetSmart now. Uh, There's all right. no reason that my little bitty dog should be able to do that, but that's okay. All right. Let me introduce our panel. Um, I am very pleased to uh, introduce. Well, you know, we lost one member of the royal family this week. And um, so. We want to um, pay homage to the royals, and no, no other better way to do that, Colonel, than to introduce our first panelist, all the way from Loveland, Ohio. Not even. But Lebanon, that's okay. Ohio, I, Timmy. Lebanon, I, I, I was, Ohio. But that's fine. Give away my location, sure. <laughs> what docks in you, devil? What docks in you? I see that. Really, is there a big difference between the two? The yes, very uh, yes. a lady who's known a big difference throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. How how do you think she got that name, Colonel? You gave it to me. Um, I think if you compare her to say Stalin, maybe she a little bit more benevolent. Um, and I, I think we was talking about Stalin that day actually, Timmy, and and we said, you know, he make the devil look. <sighs> Benevolent by comparison. You are so How fucking fucked up gabby is that? Today. And then, you know, then the name. She used to be Brandy the Benevolent stuff. She used to be pill popping, penis loving. Remember that the good old days. Yeah, but then she got the menopause or whatever. She oh got, my god! It's only what the, pill the fuck? Now. 
You Her are ma- so Gabby. Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? Well, fuck you both. I'm okay. I'm all right. I just gave you just... a very nice introduction. Did yeah, 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 I noticed that it was amazing. So but anyway, I'm good. I'm good. Working. Trying to, you know, keep everything afloat until school's out and summer hits and then we've got a whole other shit storm to deal with. So Well I That's it. Um the we should what? say today's the topic uh of our podcast today is of course Mikhail Popkoff, the Popkoff. Whatever. The werewolf. Okay. Serial killer. And um we got this uh, suggestion uh f- from your son. We how did. we got how, this we, how old is young he, Noah? Young Noah is nine and he gave me this suggestion and what he was that's just goddamn disturbing to me but the whole thing ahead. is just kind of weird so i don't know you know I, there are very few things that i actually will watch on youtube and noah is like obsessed with youtube like he watches people play video games i mean the little shit i think has his own channel cuz i get newsletters about it um you know he did but anyway, one of the people that he likes to Noah watch. Noah probably got three hundred thousand dollars know that's in the right. bank. He probably does. Brandy, have you his, ever his YouTube video? He's probably got Bitcoin, you know, stored away somewhere. You know what? They, you know what they have on there on on YouTube, Devil? Everything. Uh, what? Parental controls. Parental controls. Yeah, these are devil. these are under parental controls. So, oh, because they're cartoons. Yeah. So the guy, the guy that does it, and it's really not bad. The guy that does it is, um, he talks about all kinds of different things. He talks about, um, you know, wars, and he talks about, you know, global events, and he talks about just a ton of different shit. But he was talking about um, serial killers one day, and there's all this animation that goes with it, like really crude animation. Not crude, but um, just basic animation that goes along with this. and Digging ditches. Hacking people in pieces. Yeah, yeah, but it's all animated, so it's fine. And uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, and so different than Wiley Coyote having a safe dropped on him. That's what I'm saying. So he, um, but he was watching this, and he said, "Mom, have you ever heard of this guy?" And I really hadn't, and so um, I suggested it to Tim, and so that's how we came to this particular subject matter today. Brandy, when you were watching, uh, you say you occasionally watch YouTube channels. Have you ever watched? Have you ever watched our YouTube channel? Well, no, because we don't have one. Why is that? But we cannot have one. I have looked into this further, and because of uh, because of uh, language constraints, no, uh, that's YouTube bullshit. So we can we can put it on there, mm-hmm. but they can take it off anytime they want. Okay, if they deem it inappropriate, and I can't imagine that anybody would listen to you for more than ten minutes without deeming it inappropriate and really a poison to society. Hey, Timmy, I'll have Noah so, look into it. He knows how to do it. <laughs> he knows how to do all that stuff. Well, I'll have him. Look I think that'd be a, a good idea. Maybe he can get it together. 
But anyway, it's it's about communing. Now, it, it, these are words I know that you're not all that familiar with other than when the police have been talking to you about them, but you have ignored them. Two words, two important words, community standards, devil. Well, and I love that you now, bring that me up. Me and Timmy were doing the podcast. We could meet them. No. But by adding a third, you we have lost so the ability to meet community. Gabby today. First of all, I woke up at nine o'clock and I'm on Coke Zero number two, devil. Well, I could do this all day. You know what? I, yeah, and I'm on cup of coffee number three. But let me tell you something. You want to talk about community sand standards when you are the person that walks around talking about people getting a good wienering. Wiener so, to death. Well, everybody need a good wiener in now. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I feel like. You telling me about community standards is just not a role that you need to play. But anyway, so that is that's it. Well, well thank you, and Noah. I'm thank super you, Noah, excited for, about this. Hopefully, you well, don't let Noah listen to this podcast. Absolutely he, not. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, thank him not. for us for the suggestion. I will let him yeah. know. Thank you, Noah. I'm sure he'll come up with something else for us to look oh, at. Oh, good. Yeah. Well. We're eight minutes into Brandy time. Yeah, it, I don't it, feel it, like it really, we really was are when long. Chuck has talked through most of Brandy time because he cannot shut his fucking cock holster for 30 seconds in order for us to get through anything. So please introduce Chuck so we can hear all about how he's not doing well and the dog barked at the neighbor and that turns into a 10-minute story. Please do that so we can move forward. Let me introduce the man who really needs no introduction, Brandy. And, mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're living through a, a, a pandemic. These are very troubled times. And people are looking for, uh, they're looking for some, some hope. And uh, they, they, they turn, a lot of people have turned to the colonel in these, they have uh, not. these, ter these difficult times. He has been mm -hmm. described as an oasis. In the Desert of Despair. By no one. He is a best-selling author. His, nope. uh, his, his best-selling book, How to Make Love to a Woman, is number four on the New York Times bestsellers list. It's not. <laughs> and he is loved by many, envied no. by all. No. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters, the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I couldn't be better, Tim. No, for fact, I couldn't be better. I, uh, well, as you know, I got my uh, second shot. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm 10 days out from my second shot. When they say that you're pretty much uh, as protected as you're going to get. So I get to be one of those people that look at other people and when they're talking about COVID, I say, COVID, what are you talking about COVID? I don't care about COVID. You might care about COVID. I don't care about COVID. So you, f and you feel free to do whatever you want now is what you're saying. Well, I, I, I still wear a mask, Timmy, but now I get to be one of those people who wear the mask under their chin, you know, with, with the nose hanging out and the top lip hanging out. Yeah, kind of. And I get to be one of those people now, Timmy. It kind of defeats me. the whole purpose of a mask, doesn't it? It completely does. And I walk through the store and I'm, my glasses ain't fogging up. I got my nose 
out out my mask and it's like wearing a condom on your balls. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, uh, it's the uh, it's the second week is when you <clears throat> run the risk of the blood clots, Colonel. And I'm sure that won't happen to you. But if you no, if you start feeling I, a I, little I, pain somewhere throughout your body, that might be it. So, so if you're not here right. next week, so if I, you're not here next week. Uh, Brandy and I. Will well, he on. sounds he sounds really thirsty if he's already on like his Man. second Coke Zero or whatever it is. I mean. That's a problem. It, it's I just he realized sounds pale, that, don't you think? In so many ways, pale. Timmy. In so many ways. Well, this is just being vaccinated both times. It's just another way that makes me superior to to other people, Timmy. Timmy's. I mean, I was you know I already felt like Timmy's got his well, second got shot. Didn't for me. He? Yes, but then COVID was the great equalizer. It could take out anybody, but now I got not even COVID. Knock on wood. Won't touch me. So, uh, you know, I got the dogs. What else? What else? I, I, I'm a happy man, Timmy. I'm a happy man. Dude, I watched a uh, documentary on. And and you know what? Did you hear the devil See? just go? Because she he can't cut you off stand too, that I'm happy, devil. Cannot stand that I'm happy, Timmy. I, I watched. <clears throat> that says more about you than it does me, mm-hmm. devil. I Go ahead, a, Tim. What I, were you saying? I watched a documentary on HBO about this cruise ship that was quarantined during COVID. Oh, my God. I saw that. I've not watched it yet. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking nightmare. I mean, I, I, Colonel, you would not have liked it because they were you're, – no, you're not claustrophobic, are you? But you couldn't – you know, they, no, they couldn't leave their cabin. Me. You know, these cabins are tiny, and they were stuck in there on like 70-some days. Oh, it's just a nightmare. Like 14 of them died. You know, the COVID rate was, aside from the COVID rate, they have not talked about the divorce rate after that uh, yeah. after that cruise. Right. They put in, a, in close quarters with your spouse for any length of time for two weeks in a 8 by 10 cell, yeah. really. It's like being in prison. I mean, one good thing about prison is, you know, you get a break from all that. You know, you get up there and you, your roommate's smoky or whatever he is. Diablo, who who knows? But it's it's generally an upgrade yeah. for most people. Man. Well, and you have to wonder about all the people that were like on the in the interior cabins. You know, they're oh, sitting yeah. there wishing, God, I wish I had like sprung for the well, no, balcony it, or the yeah. outside or something. But the like the um, the the crew, they're like under the water line. So, oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, they're stuck in this small cabin, and they've got, like, four or five other, you know, employees stuck with them. And they still had to, like, cook and, you know. Of course, there wasn't no activities going on. People couldn't leave their cabins. But, oh, my God, it was a nightmare. Just a nightmare. Well, and, you know, since we found out, had they just told everybody to go to the top of the deck outdoors with the sunshine and everything, probably far fewer people would have caught the thing, didn't Yeah. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I would have, I would have lost it. All right, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, even you know, even Julie, even Julie and Isaac would have had a hard yeah. time turning yeah. that into a into a funny. Yeah, show. Gopher would have struggled. I think I think yeah. Gopher got a lot of tail. I really do. Oh yeah, they should have called him Beaver. Oh my god. Gopher. Well, you know, you got uh, you got hot chicks coming in there every week. You got Joni from Happy Days. You got, you know, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. You got Karen Valentine. I mean, you got some real. Mm, 
Karen Valentine to me. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I wrote her a letter when I was like eight. <clears throat> she was on a, it was a TV show called Room 222. You remember that one, Colonel? I remember that, Timmy. And I had the biggest <clears throat> I crush remember on that. Her. So I sent her a fan letter, and she sent me back a little, uh, little, uh, like postcard thing. Very sweet. Aww. She's still alive, I think. Last time I looked, she was still alive. She's like 90 now. Mm. Not a set. Did you cute. have, uh, Timmy, did you have Farrah Fawcett's yeah. uh, bathing suit poster? And everybody and, had that. And I had a t shirt, too. I had it. Do you have a t shirt? I did not have the t shirt, Timmy, but I got a. Uh, well, you know, you had to. You I had. Plenty of miles. You had to have the poster or the t shirt, or, you know, you you get labeled gay, you know, when you're like 50. Yeah. Speaking of which, she died of the anal cancer. She did. That nothing, was terrible. You got to use. Yeah, nothing worse than the mm-hmm. anal cancer. <clears throat> no, that's well. That the problem is solid case for lubrication. Well, when you poop, you don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, hopefully the cancer come out. But <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, and Colonel, I understand that you you've. Uh, you you you've got a new segment on the show that we'll get to later on. You want to tell us a little bit about the segment? No. Well, to me, we get so much from everybody. To me, you know, people people listen to us and they support us, and 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 we just felt that it was time to give back. You know, give back, and and you know. So we thought, what when I read the dweebs page to mm-hmm. me. What I basically what I see is uh, just train wreck after train wreck to me, <laughs> and, and and people just need to get their lives in order. So and, you think they're and, looking and I for a little direction? Each, you would say they're look. Well, I don't know if they're looking for direction to me. I think some of them, most of them are so bad, and, I, and and we love the people on the dweeb's page, but most of them are so bad they don't even know they need direction. I would just me. say when you say we, you're talking about me and you, right? Right, yeah, right. Because, you know, when you want advice, it's me and you you really want right. to turn to. Right. Because because the devil lacks compassion. You know, to give good advice, you have to have empathy, compassion, knowledge of the human spirit, you know, all things. She lacks, basically. The devil yeah. lacks. So we decided that we was going to give uh, life coaching by the dweebs, Timmy. Just as our way, because the more you know. Uh, just as our way of giving back, because it's it's important when you reach uh, a certain stature uh, in 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 celebrity, Timmy, that you do this. So we, we, you know, you got Leonardo DiCaprio doing good things, and Matt Damon doing good things, and and uh, Chris Brown. He doesn't do so many good things, but uh, so we're we're going to be one of the good guys. Today. So we what we did we asked uh, we asked folks on our Facebook in our Facebook group to submit questions uh, 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 seeking advice on how to handle certain situations in their lives and we got a response surprisingly uh, and uh, at the end of the show we're going to go through those questions and offer our sage, Advice. Uh, I would just warn uh, our listeners that um, if you 
this is just our suggestions, our opinions. Um, if you're going to listen to it, we would we would love for you to uh, take our advice, and we'd love for it to help you out. But we would we just warn our listeners that uh, in doing so, you might want to um, discard any suggestions that Brandy might have. So. Well, first of all, and, and I believe we should put a disclaimer up to me that if we are none of us are licensed therapists. We're barely um, licensed to drive a car. A, these are, yeah, yeah, well, that's true. And Timmy's not. Um, and, and I'm, and Timmy. I will say, Timmy. No, Timmy's well, got a license, and I am also yeah. a doctor. I would say, remember that. Yes, you are. Here's the thing: yeah. in order for us to do this at the end of the show, we have to fucking start the show. <laughs> so can we? Fucking started already. So, My God. so if you uh, would like a little guidance in your life, uh, we would suggest that you um, find a therapist. No, we suggest you join our Facebook group, History Dweeves, the podcast, and then you can submit it uh, questions to us through Messenger, and we would be happy to address it in a future podcast. Okay, it sounds like uh, Brandy is being paid by the hour, Colonel, because she yeah she got a she y'all got a act bus like I don't have shit going me. on. You act like I can just we sit on take time all day. It's when we do a podcast, well, Colonel what, and I. What do you do, Devil? What do you do? I got shit going on. I got to run to Target and get prescriptions. I've got to sweep. I got to clean my house. I mean, there's just I got shit happening. I got to feed my kid. You know, dog it, it, I mean, there's a here, lot happening. Here's the difference between like you need to get married. Devil. Here's the difference between well, you and the colonel and I. We take time every out of every week to prepare for the podcast, to read it fuck over. off. Yeah, do mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And when we're here, we're here for we're not to we're not 10. Well, 100 percent, 100 percent focus on our audience. My mind ain't on the track because we love our audience. If you love them, Brandy, you would be, you would, you know, you would be here with us. But instead, preach it, Timmy. Your mind, preach it. Your, she's her mind's on the, you know, the whiskey that she's going to drink later. You know, get, first you of know, all, getting high. Neither one of you, neither one of you are mothers, and so if you were, you may understand my, um, my my, you know, my need to. You know, yes, I want to spend all the time in the world doing this. What I don't want to do is no, listen to don't. Chuck's bullshit for three fucking hours before we get into the story. And then CVS pharmacy is closed and I can't go there. And this is going on and people are asleep upstairs, so I can't run the sweeper. So, I mean, let's just, you know, I have, I have stuff. Chuck can sit in his basement all day long. He's got no responsibilities in life. His kids are grown. His wife takes care of him. I mean, come on. I don't even know what's going on with you. Right. I can't believe you're not more eager to go take care of your mother like you're supposed to. So, I mean, you know, there's shit happening here. So All right. I would Timmy like- has Dottie well situated, devil. You, you, you just don't worry about Dottie. You don't fucking know Timmy's- shit. No, Dottie's doing well. She is doing well. So, yeah. So, Timmy spends most of his time taking care of Dottie. And so, he knows that for an hour and a half or whatever, she's going to be fine because he puts all that that work in up front. And love. Love. Up front. No, first of all. 
the love. First of he all, left this is by the seat of his pants. This is called an alibi Maybe. for him because he's probably gone in and mopped the kitchen floor waiting for her. <laughs> and then he can say, I don't know what happened. I was doing a podcast when she fell and broke her collarbone. <laughs> mopped the kitchen, kitchen floor with vegetable oil. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so, All right, but no. All right, let's go. We're, we're just asking for seventy five percent of you, devil. Me and Timmy are putting a hundred and ten percent into this. Just give us seventy five percent, devil. Just seventy five. We make and love to the audience, Brandy. We make we, love. Yeah, make love, make love like you like. Well, do this podcast like you're getting graded on it, devil. <laughs> if that helps you relate. No. <laughs> Oh, we almost made it through. We almost made it to the uh, to the topic without bringing up her economics professor. But since you have, no, shoot, that was close. Yeah, let's go. All right, Mikhail Popkov. I I think that's Mikhail. Mikhail is uh, Russian for Michael, right? Good. Yeah. You look, look at you, bilingual and all. A Russian oh, Mike dog. A Russian police officer. He was nicknamed a werewolf by Russian media. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Initially admitted to having uh, raped and killed 22 women in 2015 after offering them late night rides. And these occurred between uh, 1992 and 2010. But after a further investigation, he admitted to 56 other homicides, making him Russia's most prolific serial killer. Uh, Brandy? You mean aside from Putin? What? <laughs> Stalin, maybe. <laughs> from 1992 to 2010, Pokov is suspected of murdering up to 29 women. He would pick up uh, slightly intoxicated women. And, Colonel, this is uh, what uh, you know, it's one thing women need to be careful about because we have a lot of women in our audience who drink, uh, some of them quite heavily. I think most of them, yeah. So you got to be careful when you're leaving bars and parties or your John, whatever the case may be, uh, because he would use his police car and uniform to gain their trust, uh, at least in some of the murders that he committed. Pokoff would uh, then drive to the uh, to the forest where he would rape and murder them, which we do not con- really we do not condone that act, uh, that sort of activity. And that's when you when you talk about situational awareness, you know, and, and your own personal safety, you really there's nothing you can do when someone is a policeman and saying, "Hey, come with right. me." I mean, you're you're you are you're, you're just helpless. Right. Right. So the victims were re, uh, were reportedly axed, uh, stabbed, or strangled to death. One of the victims was de- uh, decapitated, and another's heart had been ripped out. Um, Popkoff would rape the victims after they were deceased. So. Little, little light necrophilia. Well, I mean, they were. Yeah. Is it necrophilia if the body is still warm? I mean, uh, I believe it is. I don't. I believe it's it's once it it once it hits below ninety two is when they consider it necrophilia. I, I'm not a coroner. You know, we're hoping no, but, uh, we're hoping to have Dweeb Con. We're hoping to have Dweeb Con 
again this year uh, in October, provided that it's uh, safe to do so. And if we do, we have- Brandy, I'm going to I'm going to have T-shirts made up that says, "Is it necrophilia if the body is still warm?" I think that should be our logo. Is DweebCon ever really safe? That's the question. Well, it's really not. Here's really the not safe. here's the thing, too, though. I, I just should we break? Should we have breakout groups and stuff where we can discuss it? No, no. I'm pretty much making this decision. It's going to be the theme okay. for DweebCon 2021. Is it? Is, is it, it really necrophilia? If the body, if is the still, body's still warm, yes, that's going to be our theme. That's a I, hell of a theme. I would like to get it, those T-shirts made up in advance so that when people are flying in from all over the world, we get, as you know, we get we get uh, people show up to Weebcom from all over, from Australia, Europe. It's an international really event, is. Timmy. International. And I want to have the T-shirts made up in advance so we could mail them to our, you know, to the attendees. So when they're on the plane coming to uh, Cincinnati, they can wear it proudly. Is it necrophilia if the body is still warm? There you go. You know, when you think about it, DweebCon is much like the Olympics, Timmy. Special Special Olympics. Olympics. People come from from all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, to join up for one thing. Mm -hmm. It's like the Olympics. Well, DweebCon is, you know, as Colonel, throughout the year, we make love to our audience. DweebCon is an opportunity for the audience to make love to us. To make love to the audience. Yeah, they make love to us. To us? Well, I think that might be a little problematic. Um, I think my girlfriend might object to that. but (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I I, I believe Leanne's ears just perked up and said, what the hell? Well, we're talking, (laughs) you know, it's it's an analogy. Not really. Oh, okay. Not not literally no, make no, love. That wouldn't that would be wrong. <clears throat> would be Just wrong. show our appreciation. Exactly. Because I bought people drinks the last time, so that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, same. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, yeah. So look for if you join our Facebook group, you can uh, stay up to date on plans for DweebCon 2021. Is it necrophilia if the body is still warm? All right, uh, Mikhail wow. Puckoff. Was born. He seemed pretty enamored. Of I like Why it. can you not say this poor guy's name? How do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? Popkov. Mikhail. Not Potkov. Not. Well, I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying it in Russian. That's the difference. You're saying it. Yeah. Timmy, as someone. Timmy using the Ukrainian dialect. You're using yeah. the dialect of someone from uh, Loveland. Mikhail. Oh my God. Lebanon. <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> Mikhail Popkoff, as you would say, Brandy. No, you, no, I don't Michael say Popkoff it that way. <laughs> was born in Ursk, Russia. How would you say the name of that town, Brandy? Ursk, 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 Russia. Ursk, Urkust, Urkust, Urkust. On March, whatever. There's a U in there. On March the seventh, nineteen sixty-four. That's about the year you were born, wasn't it, Colonel? It was roughly the year I was born. Yeah. Coincidence? Roughly. Maybe. Maybe. Well, oh, Ursk is a small city in Siberia. Uh, little is known about Mikhail's upbringing, 
and personal life beyond the fact that he was raised by a single mother who was a violent alcoholic and prostitute. Now, see, that could, that's better than being an alcoholic and a violent prostitute. Being a violent alcoholic and a prostitute <laughs> it is better. Yeah, where you put that, where you place that word "violent" is is really yeah, key there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the adjectives are very important. His mother, yeah. his mother would reportedly beat and torture young Mikhail nearly every day of his childhood. So he had a kind of. Aren't most Russians, Timmy? And now I'm not a I'm not an international studies expert, but the no. but, but the colonel been around um, the West Side. Aren't most Russian people. Violent alcoholics by nature. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not going to comment on that because, I'm. you know, we do have a listener. Last time I, you know, we don't get too many listeners from Russia. But uh, the last time I looked at our statistics, we had some um, listeners in Minsk. So we're big in Minsk. Minsk? Minsk yeah, we're big in Minsk. So I'm sure they're, well, I know I'm sure occasionally... they're people. But they're probably, you know, it's probably Westerners that moved over there. Yeah. Okay. Probably probably just, got a just probably a, got a good deal. Just the Russians that I've run into have, have been violent. Uh, how many people moved to Siberia though? Well, you know, you can get uh you can get some good deals on property yep. over there. Property values are yep. cheap. Does it have internet? Well, I don't know. I mean I mean you'd have to live under Putin, which would be a downside I would think, but you know I would think yes. That would be pretty awful. Uh so I anyway. Throughout his life, Mikhail had difficult relationships with women, and later they would uh, it would be blamed on his you know his relationship he had with his mother, who in not in this I don't think I mentioned it here, but she was described not. as a, a, a handsome woman who was uh, who weighed over four hundred pounds. Uh, oh, so <clears throat> the- through. The Big Bertha prostitute said out. Throughout his life, Mikhail had difficult relationships with women. She had a niche. She had a she had Boy, a little she did niche have a niche. Crowd there. Yeah. Yeah, she had yeah. a niche service Because, you know, that's, you know, all, you know, a lot of guys out there want a violent alcohol uh, violent alcoholic to uh, service them. Uh, well, I, I I just know I know I don't want a big mean drunk 400 pound prostitute coming at me hey honey so i would hey sweetie i would would save my money for somebody else i I mean you can have one or the other the the the, you can be an alcoholic and a prostitute you have to be careful you have to be careful to let her doing the uh reverse cowgirl though because you may get a hernia (laughs) oh yeah you do you know and here's the other thing that i whatever is i i the, the, any anytime somebody is described as handsome, yeah, a woman yeah. is described as handsome. It's not a good thing. It's not. Yeah, they're packing six inches. They're it's, packing six what, inches. But, well, Wasn't no, Belle Gun- Gunnis when she described as han- a handsome woman? Handsome. All these people. She's a handsome woman. What the fuck? Did, what? No, she actually wasn't. She was hideous. And had a big scar across her face and, you know, a hair lip and buck teeth. You, I mean, you my think, God. Colonel, you think when she was riding you, she would have that little cigarette, you know, hanging out of the corner of the mm. mouth? At, you know. There's nothing that well, says she was a smoker. Sips, Paul Mall. Between guzzles of vodka. Yeah. I'm guessing she There's was, nothing that says she was I'm a smoker. She probably made her own vodka. I'm guessing she smoked Paul Malls. 
what I'm guessing. Do they have palm malls right. oh, in yeah. Russia? Had big nicotine stained fingers there, all yellowy and yellow nails and. Well, that's Im- that's the image it, it that just I have. Caused me, yeah. It just caused me to turtle up right here, Tim. Oh God. So as a teenager, uh, Mikhail was shy and rarely had conversations with a girl his age. Uh, Once he had a crush on a school teacher who was 64 years old, and he brought her flowers Mm. every day. So he was sucking up a little bit to the school teacher. What? Did when you was doing your research, did did he ever did he ever bang it to me? I think so. Once after being teased by a group of boys. Uh, Mikhail stole a tractor and tried to run them over. So he had a he was yeah, a little, could be a little violent sometimes. Uh, when it was reported to the local constable, the police officer just uh, laughed and encouraged Mikhail to pursue a career in law enforcement, which he would <laughs> later, of course, do. That seems kind of that seems prudent. Of, have, <clears throat> now I've I've noticed a theme running through here when we do serial killers, yes. Timmy. Have you ever noticed that none of them we never start with enjoyed a loving, nurturing relationship with their mother? Yeah, see, that's it, man. Mothers will make you turn you into serial killers, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm concerned about poor little Noah. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> Throughout his life, uh, oh, I already said that, right? Um so, um, yeah. So I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. All right, here I am. Uh, throughout his life. <laughs> he means literally, too. He's, uh, I don't know where I am. <laughs> I smell bacon. Throughout his life. That's what happens when he retires. And it's toast. It's toast. You smell burnt toast. You it's smell bacon. You smell, you smell what bacon. you want to smell, and I'll smell what I want to smell. Timmy will have his own goddamn stroke on his own terms, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Throughout his life, uh, Mikhail had a difficult relationship. Uh, oh, I already said that, didn't I? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to smell burnt toast, for fuck's sake. I think you actually, I think what you did was you actually typed it twice <laughs> in here, Timmy. So I was, he did. I wasn't crazy. I just was uh, confused. Despite <laughs> his uh, troubled home life and lack of... Friends, proofreading is. I'm glad you guys proofread your part so you know where I'm at. Uh, despite his troubled home life uh, and lack of friends his own age, Mikhail received good marks in school and joined the Soviet Navy upon graduating high school in 1982 because that was before the fall of the Soviet Union. So he was in the Soviet Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he enjoyed life in the Navy and would have likely made it a career had not the Soviet Union collapsed in 1989 uh, and leaving 25-year-old Mikhail discharged and looking for work like millions of other Russians. So, so uh, tough time in Russia in the late That 1980s. sucks for him. So, Brandy, will you tell us what happens next? I would love to. So, Mikhail spent most of his time playing pool and drinking vodka. 
as we all do. He became very good at pool and was able to earn money and booze by gambling. Okay. Around this time, he met a seamstress named <laughs> Ira. <laughs> What's wrong with the Ira? Oh my God. Let's just, I'm going to say Ira because that just sounds better. You for say me. Ira? Do you, know what he, uh, do you know what he learned there? Do you know what he learned there? What? what? With his boozing and gambling? What? He learned when to hold them. And he learned when to fold them. Well, he, no, he, he learned when to walk and away. When, when, and when, learned when to run. There's a lot of. Yes. Well, he didn't sit at a, a table a, counting his no, earnings. No, no, Because he knew there'd be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. That well, Ira was quite a bit older than Mikhail. Yeah, you think uh, you think it was difficult when uh, Kenny Rogers went down on a woman with his beard and all? I mean, that has to. You know, Are you fucking kidding you me get, right now? You get them tangled oh, up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, I mean, one of the areas is going to have to be smooth. You know what yeah. I mean? And Kenny Rogers, when he had the new edition, that was back with you know with the seventy boys. Oh yeah, and, and he, he had that beard. Did that song "Ruby"? Don't take your so, love to town. So you think it was like yeah. Velcro? Oh, you think when he went down there, it was just like Velcro? Right. Yeah. Uh, when when he would get okay, you know that was him separating. Right. So. Yeah, Brandy well, has a woman. You gotta let uh, Brandy, you're a woman. To town. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Allegedly. Have you ever been with a, a man with a full beard? Yes. Well, it, well Dave's got a beard. Uh, Dave does not have a beard. <laughs> say, I haven't seen we Dave had a beard a while, long time. I didn't know he had a full beard. Well, Is Dave still alive? Ain't nobody seen Dave I, I in know. a while. And you know, she never brings him up. I'm wondering if he's like... No. He's like in the never. basement. She's like... Kathy Bates or something has him yeah. broke his legs. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about Dave. He's fine. Anyway. All right, for that Social Security, you roll, start rolling in. Eh. Fuck Social Security. <laughs> Shit. Brandy, Brandy, back to the question. So if you were with a man who had a full beard, would does that bother you that when he when he would perform that function? No. I mean, is it? No. I mean, did it ever become problem? It, was it like ripping a Band-Aid off of a scab, you know, like just do it real fast when he had to well, separate? Well, you say, you say no like you enjoyed it. Is it was it pre- uh, preferable that he had a full beard? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. What? Let's just, it doesn't Well, you're matter. a woman, devil. We don't know these things. Nobody Me know- and Timmy ain't never Why been with we- a woman with a full beard, so, you know. <sighs> okay. So, listen. Listen here. Hmm. So he's married to Ira. Ira. All right? Right. She was quite a bit older than him. Okay. She was 47 and he was 28 at the All time. Right. So she's a cougar. But yeah. the couple. <laughs> wait a minute. The cougar and the werewolf. <laughs> okay. Okay. But the couple got along well, at least at That's first. That's what it sounds like when they was, when they was making love. Oh, my God. When they was making the love. She was a cougar, and she'd be like, and then he'd be all like, oh. He was her. It's like The Hunger. Have you ever seen that movie? What What movie? The Hunger? No. No. It's an old movie about werewolves. Okay. He, Brandy, you know what he was? He was her lover. The Howling. The Howling. That's the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. well, what, would you, what did you say it was? I saw the howling. What did you say? All of the, it's like the howling and the hunger made, uh, hunger. A, made a joint movie <laughs> together. Jesus. Okay. So what's, what's this woman so, look like, Brandy? Well, Ira mm-hmm. was what was we, a handsome woman. Well, yes, yeah, she was a handsome woman, and she was a bit larger. Okay. Than your average woman. All right. She stood six foot two and weighed four hundred and fifty six pounds. Wow. The God NFL damn, tried to draft a, her. She was larger than your average tractor. She might want to try well, Weight Watchers just as a suggestion. Not if she wants to go. Well, to the we NFL. don't know. We don't know how it was proportioned. She might have been well. well I'm sure she was. Could you imagine the jigglies on that? So basically, you're uh, saying because his mother was over his mother was over 400 pounds, so he has this little. Okay. Yeah, you think that there was yeah. something I would, that he? I'd uh, love to get to that part right. that you wrote here for me to fucking say. All right, continue. This is something that Ira had in common with Mikhail's mother, who was also tall and weighed well over 300 pounds. Yeah, he went. He she went. Three hundred pounds. I mean, that's that. She went. He went up on a whole yeah. other person going to four fifty six. Yeah, well. <laughs> he did. He did. Here's a question for you, Dad. In Siberia, how do you weigh that much? There's not that much shit there to eat. You, they what? they eat each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they do. So you're. Uh, it's 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 the bottom of the seventh, right, Devil? It's a tie game, and uh, Ira comes to the plate. And she hits one out of the park, and your your team wins. And uh, so, really, <laughs> after the game, after the game, are you are you still, you know, doing the cuddles and the kisses and uh, everything else? Because you know, she's a violent alcoholic. What the fuck are you yammering about? His mom. What hey, his fuck mom are you yammering about? You, his mom was a violent did, alcoholic. Not his, his wife. mother was a violent alcoholic. Ira well, was probably Ira, a delightful know she was, woman. Too. She was rushed. Was just no, sewing she was dresses. Rushing. She was a violent alcoholic. Oh my god! Um, so the couple moved in together, and Ira supported them with her work as a seamstress, while Mikhail mostly drank up his earnings from gambling. You think they cuddled at night? They did a little spooning. You think, yes, Colonel? I don't think they had a choice. It's very cold there. Who this, do you think was the big spoon? She was the big spoon. This led I to arguments, so. as it does. Yeah. Ira also enjoyed drinking and would go out to drink four or five times per week. Yeah. Ira sometimes stayed out to the wee hours of the morning, on few occasions not returning home until late the following day. Fearing that Ira was cheating on him, Mikhail would follow her some evenings. Now... I need to move to Siberia, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Evidently, these two women that are in Mikhail's life, who combined, I mean, weigh about 800 pounds, they're getting more ass than a McDonald's toilet seat. Well, there's... Like, I feel like I could go to Siberia and have to, you know, bat men away with a fucking ball bat. Well, I mean, the thing is, there's probably not a lot of... This evidently is a thing. Probably. Huh? You basically beat us... Cindy Crawford of Siberia. I would be. There's probably not. Oh my god. There's probably not a lot of women there. So you know you, you know you got someone. If someone has a vagina. You hop on hop on it, don't you, Colonel? And I love. And you already got the violent alcoholic thing down. Yeah. Well, and I love that Mikhail thinks that Ira is cheating on him with her 
almost 500 pound self as she waddles up the street. Michaela's sitting there going, everyone wants a piece of that. And I'm going to follow it and find yeah. out what's happening. That's not something you can hide under the bed or the closet if somebody come, you know. Right. Somebody come home late at night. Like, I would get in the closet. I can't get in that goddamn closet. Right. Get under the, no, that's not going to happen. How, how are you going to hide that? Okay, pretend to be the Christmas tree. I'm just going to throw some garland on you or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> one night, one night, Mikhail, oh, one night, Mikhail, um, Followed little Miss Ira to a local pub and demanded that she return home. Never mind the fact oh, that no, he didn't. Well, oh, never no, mind the fact didn't. that Ira can beat his ass <laughs> like a fucking rented mule. Um, well, I mean, he was she, a man. He was a, he's a man. He's a, he's a Russian man. They're manly, manly men. Well, he was getting ready to get his ass whipped, but Ira, uh, who was drunk at this point because she was out. Refused to leave the bar, and an argument ensued. That's not Mikhail, good. Not good. Well, Mikhail called Ira a whore, of which there was no proof, and she responded by telling everyone at the bar that Mikhail had a small penis and did not know how ah! to satisfy a woman. Well, see. So, oh, she's just gone too far it, there it, now. You, well, you, have to, if, you have to start drinking somewhere else after that. Never mind. But at yeah. almost 500 pounds, wouldn't everyone have a small penis? Well, that's true. That's a good point, Brandon. You know, when a woman says you got a small penis, you got to either you got one or two things to do. You can do what Mikhail did here and just leave the bar while everybody laughs at you, or you just got to take it out and put it right there on the bar. And well, say, Sheila, here you go, Sheila. But see, here's the thing: in Siberia, everybody got a small penis because it's so goddamn cold up yeah. there. So there's that, but again, if you weigh almost 500 pounds, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. I mean, it's there's a lot well, I, going on there. It's what, well, but but oh, you got to get to the hallway. Yeah, that's right. Because you know that's the problem. Just getting to the yeah, hallway. Yeah, you need like well, you need like those little guys out on the um, tarmac with their little, you know, waving the planes <sighs> in. <It's, laughs> I guess. So Mikhail leaves the bar and. Yeah. When Ira got home later that evening, the argument continued with Ira threatening to leave. Mikhail begged her to stay, and she agreed as long as he promised not to interfere with her social life. Hmm. He relented and agreed to her terms. I mean, in in fairness fairness to uh, Mikhail, he loved her, and two... It's hard to find a woman that's, you know, 6'2 and weigh 46 pounds. Yeah, you don't see them just yeah everywhere, Sasquatches. So, you know, it, he probably, I wonder if, if about this time he would have busted out his uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band, little 45, and just when she came in, it'd be like, please don't go. Oh, God. Don't go. I'm begging you to stay. Please don't. Colonel, oh my God. Corner of Curse is, uh, is well known for his singing, and our audience just loves when he sings, Brandon. Yeah. So on the evenings when Ira decided that she was going to go out and Mikhail was stuck at home with his broke ass, Mikhail later told psychiatrists that he would often lay in bed and fantasize. About his wife with other men. All right. 
what had once what had once been a source of mental <laughs> really anguish for him was before. now a turn on. I, I mean, who hasn't fantasized about you know that significant other? And I'm not talking about sexually. I'm just talking about geographically, being with a different man. Like she was a hot wife. You go there. I'm going to stay here. She was a hot wife. That's a thing. I, she was. Yeah. Soon. Was. I mean. Can, would that really be a threesome if you brought another man? No, in? I don't guess. Well, if, if you're running, running it, when you're running, well, if it's he, more of a it's more of a gangbang. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's probably soon. He's probably hiding in the closet when she brings her guys home. Probably, but mm-hmm. soon, uh, Mikhail was encur- was encouraging Ira to go out, even on evenings when she said she was tired and she wanted to stay home. Uh, so he would give her money to drink. And even help her dress, even help her dress into something sexy. What sexy the being fuck is quotes, happening? Mm-hmm. He got full cock hold on us. Yeah. Oh my God, Mikhail. Yeah, cock now. Well, Mikhail the cock. Do you know Mikhail? Do you know that den- dendrophilia? You know what that is, Colonel? That's a, it's a fear of, uh, of of teeth in the vagina. It's not a, phobia. It's a sexual attraction. Philia. Sexual attraction to trees. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. Who cares? Who do want to? Who, who, gives who a occasionally shit? don't want to? Who don't want to tap that sap, Timmy? Tap Muco, that sap. Muc- holy <laughs> fucking tap that shit. sap. Muco. You go through the woods. You see yourself a nice maple tree, and you're like, I want to tap that sap. <laughs> Muco oh mucrophiliacs are sexually aroused by sneezing. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, my hmm? God. Why? You haven't, Why? Got, you haven't ever got the allergies, this? Timmy, and had, a, had just a... I, I had to call the hospital one time because I was like, yeah, I, I haven't taken no Viagra, but I got that erection that lasted more than four hours because oh, I was sneezing all the time, Timmy. Oh, my God. 
Avias sodomy is the uh, is having sex with birds. Yes. All right. I'm reading. I'm reading the uh, uh, Pornhub like turkeys. The Pornhub uh, categories. I love that. Oh, okay. There's a category for Pornhub on on sleeping with birds. Mm-hmm. There's a category on Pornhub for fucking birds and trees. <laughs> yeah. And people sneezing. And there's so you just really, watch a the, nature film. The Am- there's another one. And it's really porn. the Amazon of porn, is what it there's is. There's also uh, no uh, also uh oh is God. also known as warming, and that is the practice of eye licking. Of what? Eye licking, licking people's eyes. I'm out on that. That's no, yeah, absolutely that. not. That's so fucking nope. That's how you get pink eye. Anyway, <laughs> that's how you get pink eye. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so he would help her get into her sexy dress. It's all pink on the. Inside. Oh, he's dressing. He's it's dressing. Pink eye he's on the dressing inside. up, Mama, to go out and have a <sighs> go out and get you some, girl. <laughs> so Mikhail made it clear to Ira. That she was welcome to bring strangers home with her and do what lovers do. You look hot. Ugh. You look hot in that uh, bed sheet. Uh, thank you, sweetie. Exactly. Thank you, sweetie. You, baby, you look. Baby, no. you look so hot in those curtains. Put a Mm-mm-mm. put a belt on and just cinch it at the waist. Yeah. All right. Although Ira enjoyed her newfound freedom, she soon became annoyed with Mikhail. And kicked him out of her home after a few months. Ah, well, see, he was trying to be supportive, Brandy, and right. Look what it got him. Yeah, but now why? She doesn't need him. Uh, you gonna let me go out and do all this? I don't need your dumbass well, here drinking my shit well, and tearing up my house. He's just uh, asking her to do what lovers do. That's all. Yeah, but if she can go out and find people to do what lovers do with her, then what the fuck she need him for? He's not doing anything. He's a useless thinking, stain. I'm just thinking logistically, logistically yeah. here. Um, the mechanics of this, she always just getting a tip. <laughs> At best, just getting a tip. Yeah, that's if he can, you know, get in there. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what? She probably, now, you guys probably don't know this, but, you know, on old sewing machines, you had to pump them with your feet and your legs. Mm-hmm. So I bet her legs were okay. I bet her legs were strong as hell. I bet she could crush watermelons Oh, because in those thighs. I wouldn't want to get my head between those two things. Yeah. You, you certainly want so, to get your head between her and food. Well, clearly not. <laughs> no. No, her, so, and a, her and a deer or something. Homeless, homeless and broke. Yeah. A fellow pool shark suggested that Mikhail apply for a position... On the local police force. Mikhail, who was unemployed with no real career prospects and, you know, now no chunky wife, uh, applied the next day. And a few weeks later, Mikhail Popkoff was a member of the Urkust police force. Mikhail enjoyed his new position, especially being able to tell people what to do. And accepting the occasional bribe to supplement his income. I will say, Brandy, you need to work on your Russian, don't you think, Colonel? I do. I think I do. so. I think so. I, I I think that you you. But Russian, you know, it's it's so hard because you got 
the Ukraine and Georgia and Ru- and you know Russia. Yeah. It's they all have different accents. You know, it's like us in you know Georgia. We got a Georgia. They got a Georgia. See, we can find common ground with them if we really want to. We both got Georgias. Yeah. Well, for the first Georgia? time in his life, no, no, no Ray, stop. Our, for the first oh, time they... in his life, Mikhail developed a group of friends. Most were other members of the police force. Okay, it's a fraternity. Not fraternity. Not much longer mm. later, one of his new friends introduced. What? Introduced. Okay. Not long later, uh, one of his new friends introduced Mikhail to a young laundress named Elena. 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 Elanya. Elanya. Sorry, Elanya. Which we'll I think is Ellen in Russian. I think. It's okay. A shy, meek young lady who thought Mikhail was the most handsome man she'd ever seen. Soon the couple was married and started a family. Elanya gave birth to a girl a year later, and Mikhail, now a respected member of the police force and community, life seemed perfect. But it was not so perfect. Mikhail would often tell his co-workers how disgusted he was by prostitutes he would arrest. He told them that the women had no morals. He told them that the women had no morals and should all be driven into the sea. His his fellow officers thought his views and morality were a little strict, but overall they felt he was a good man. Okay, so we're going to stop there because now he's got all of these morals and he's got all this. When just a few years earlier... He's sending his fucking refrigerator wife out to go get laid and bring people back. And we're going to have a little... Fuck him and his morality. Fuck him. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to drive them all into the sea, aren't you going to drown too? Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, it seems like a bad plan yeah. to me. Unless he has yeah. one of those, like, uh, boats that is also a car mm-hmm. and, a, and a boat... Oh yeah, like a duck boat. Yeah, you know, you know who had one of those, Timmy, and and used to scare the fuck out of people. LBJ, Lyndon Johnson, LBJ. He'd be driving down the road, and all of a sudden, just pull into a pond, just to just to terrify people in the car. Yeah, that seems like his thing, though. He really liked to (laughs) just knock people off balance. He had a Johnson. So eventually, he had a Johnson. Heard he did. Yeah, quite the Johnson. Eventually. Women around town started to disappear. The crime spree started in early 1992 and continued until at least 2000. A reign of terror that resulted in the murder of at least 78 women, mostly prostitutes. The victims had all been brutally murdered, many having their organs removed. The killer beheaded at least one woman and gouged the heart out of a victim. Some of the victims had been sexually assaulted after death but is it after but is it what? necrophilia if the body right 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 so well after, in siberia pretty much is because once you know yeah i mean they, once they're they, dead in siberia yeah. they drop down to 85 degrees and <laughs> you know the matter of a half hour so you gotta be quick there after a few of the murders a task force was formed to investigate similar crimes throughout siberia Investigators quickly determined a pattern. All of the women were young, mostly between 19 and 40 years of age. They were all heavy set. Typically, the victims had been slightly intoxicated when he lured them to their deaths. 
They had been at bars or parties before their abductions. The women were usually disfigured, indicating that they were killed in anger. The perpetrator murdered the women with a slipknot, knife, awl, screwdriver, or an axe, which he used up to 17 times on some victims. I wonder if he had like one of those little Swiss knives and you bring out the quartz screw and the blade. Pop well, you know, this whole thing, they were killed in anger. Now, that's it don't take a goddamn the people of Quantico to figure that shit out. Because how many people you see walking around just joyful and happy? Serial killing. Or, yeah, removing. No, removing the organs. angry people. Serial killers are angry. They are, Brandy. He's got a good, well, he's got a good point, Brandy. Yeah. I've been right. studying this quite extensively. And the one thing that uh one thing that comes up time and time again is, you know, anger. Anger. Well not joyfulness, not happiness, not contentment with their lives. But anger. Most of the murders, at least early on, occurred in midweek, leaving the police to dub the assassin the Wednesday killer. Okay. Although later, due to claw marks on several of the women's face, the police started calling Calling it the werewolf, and really, oh, that's a better name than the Wednesday, Wednesday killer, don't you think? I mean, well, yeah. Who wants to be the Wednesday killer? You know, I mean, do you think like when he like when when he was the Wednesday killer? Do you think like people would you know post on Facebook? It's Hump Day. It's Hump Day. It's Wednesday yeah. killer day. <laughs> I know. He really killed it. Yeah, it's Wednesday killer day. Yeah, he just killed the middle of the week for people. Well. Other than these few facts, investigators had few leads. After several years of investigation, they discovered something else. Investigators discovered a pattern. Tracks from a Lada 4x4, an off-road vehicle used by law enforcement, were found at numerous crime scenes. For years, police had suspected that the killer's job was a, as a metal worker, a driver, a railway employee, or a heating station engineer. Maybe even a cemetery worker. Oh, yeah. That's, Only I mean, you know, if you're a cemetery worker, you get put, you know, you're always on the uh, uh, list of suspects. Well, right. Only much later did the police understand that the killer was one of their own. For eight years, the killings went on unabated. I wonder, what, I wonder how metal workers <clears throat> got on their radar. Who knows? <clears throat> Uh, let's see. And then in 2000, the killing just stopped. This led police to believe that the killer was either dead or now in prison. Maybe, the maybe he's just tired. The police, maybe. The case yeah. that had the police baffled for nearly a decade suddenly went was at a dead end. There were some close calls along the way. On January 26, 1998, a 15-year-old girl named Svetlana told Svetlana Svetlana told how a police car stopped near her and offered to give her a lift the policeman took her into a woodland where he forced her to take off all her clothes he then smashed her head against a tree yeah I guess that would be a clue (laughs) that does not seem like good community relations to me that's not but no um, it doesn't Charles do you want to read this next part well I'll yeah sure devil I will uh, go into this. Now, Savetlana here, she lost consciousness 
and the next day was found alive near a small village, somehow surviving despite being naked in sub-zero temperatures. You know, do you think... She awoke in the hospital. Do you think, you know, do you think at all the small villages, they had village idiots? (laughs) They Uh, did. Yes, I think even even large villages, they had village idiots. I think they have... I think we have them now. (laughs) They have, but you know, over there, over there, they have village idiot conventions. All the idiots get on a bus, and they all meet. Idiot con, basically. Idiot con. Well... Now, she woke up naked in sub-zero temperatures. Yeah. Who amongst us has not had that same experience? Well, she woke up in the hospital. Somebody found her well, naked. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you wake up, you don't know where you've been, you ain't got no clothes, you're in a dumpster, you're in somewhere, it's cold, and now you gotta, you know. Wow. Well, it's anyway, not uncommon for our listeners. It it's not uncommon, no. Now, first, they disregarded Svetlana's account because she was young and deemed unreliable due to a head, due to a head injury. Well, so, what the fuck? Talk about blaming the victim now. You bang somebody's I mean, head against a tree, and then they say, oh, that bitch crazy. She can't. She had a head banged against I mean, a tree. You can't really. listen to anything I mean, she says. I mean, how reliable can she be? Right. <laughs> yeah. She had a head banged against a tree. Now, year after year... Svetlana's mother begged police to take her testimony seriously, and she got so frustrated with the slow pace of the investigation that she contacted the Siberian Times. Da, da, da. And I don't think they, they've ever won a Pulitzer there, but who are they? Clo- she shared a story with. Who are them. they closing in on, Colonel? Well, they're, they're closing in nope. on the now, finally, investigators interviewed Svetlana the second time, and they showed her photos of local policemen. When they saw Mikhail Popkov, she started crying and shaking hysterically. She told the police officer Popkov was a man who brutally assaulted her. Now, investigators in- interviewed him, and he, of course, denied all of the allegations, saying the victim was confused due to him... He said, you know what? You can't believe anything she says. I banged her head against a tree like 10 times. So, now they even interviewed his wife, Elania, who amazingly provided an alibi for her husband, even though the assault occurred on a random evening several years before. See, yeah, you got to there. They were not convinced. Several of the victims had been sexually assaulted shortly after the murder. The killer left DNA in the in the way of sperm. Yeah, see, semen. sperm will uh, ejaculate. Sperm will get baby you batter. Gotta be careful where you leave uh, at yeah. sperm. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. If you see a dead body, you just stay away from well, it. Well, so, I mean, here's some Siberia. advice to our listeners, Colonel. If you're out jogging, if you're out jogging. And you run across a uh, mutilated body. The last thing don't jack off on the it. The last thing you want to do is masturbate over it. The last thing you want to do. It go back. You want to go home and do it. That's fine, but don't do it there because Timmy's life advice. You could end up. I love you this. could end up being falsely accused of murder. You could. You could in Siberia. That shit freezes up before it hits the body. So you know, Ooh, I want just like a frozen. Ew. A See, now I have this vision of like a frozen, a like a frozen, a sperm sickle. Yeah, 
Like it's coming yeah, out and it just freezes in an arc. Well, I That's see. All I, got, I got it uh, freezes in little little gray or whatever droplets, you know, and then it hits the ground. Think, 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 or the body, and then come spring, you know, it thaws out. Well, anyway, now several, yeah. So he's leaving. He's he's leaving the gizmo behind. Yeah. Now, when the Siberian police commissioner learned that Russia's most prolific serial killer may be a cop, he ordered DNA testing for all police officers in Siberia, sent every one of them, lined them up, gave them a jaw, and said, spank the monkey right into this cup, please. And you know, when he was doing it, he was thinking of some old, overweight, uh, violent alcoholic. His mama, probably. His mama was another man, is what he was thinking about. Thinking of Ira. Now, 3,500 men, current and prior police officers, were tested. That's a lot of police now, officers in Siberia. 35, yeah, it was. His reign of terror come to an end not long after the DNA testing started. There was a match. <laughs> the perpetrator was 50-year-old police officer Michael Popkoff. Oh, me. my God. Now... He confessed to the 22 known murderers and then decided he was going to brag a little bit and threw in another 56 that investigators hadn't even connected to the killer. Well, I, even though, you know, I mean, their hearts was gone, they had werewolf fur claw marks. But I mean, you know, if, you, if you're going to be if you're going to be convicted of 22 murders. I mean, what's an extra fifty six? Oh well, yeah, I mean, you yeah. want to be you want to be a subject of a podcast. You got to, you got to, uh, you know, you know, have to. Up well, it's like being that base. It's like being that baseball player, Timmy. That you you don't know if you should retire or not because you're right at three hundred ninety nine home mm-hmm. runs. You know, you just got to get that one more to get four hundred. And I think that's what he he wanted to go into the Siberian serial killer Hall of Fame. So. Yeah. He confessed to the other 56. <laughs> Jesus. Now, Mikhail told investigators that he had killed the women because of their loose morals. Now, oh, my God. See, this sounds a little paradoxical to me. Um, What's that, Colonel? He had, well, you see, the conundrum here is that they have loose morals, so I am going to do something that is even more lacking in morals. I'm going to hit him with an axe. Never mind the fact that how, how is it, you know, how do you say all this and, and then, and then fuck them when they're dead? Like, well, yeah, I mean, how do you um, sit another there and say, contradiction? Yeah. You know what the, you know what the moral and right thing to do here? I'm going to go ahead and sleep with them real quick. Well, I mean, what the fuck? Well, I think what he, uh, I think what he, uh, could have done was, you know, had, Referred them to our show, and you know they could have got life advice from the colonel, and we could have straightened out the morals. Yes. But no, we had to hide them with axes and shit. So you know, Ugh. so he would later tell a psychologist that the women had reminded him of his abusive mother. Now, when the police inquired why he had stopped killing after eight years, he confessed that he'd grown impotent. Uh oh. Impotent from an untested sexually transmitted disease. And I think that is the tragedy here, Colonel, that uh, he would have been able to kill more women had he not not become impotent. 
it's it's kind of like well, the gift I, of magi. I'm, I'm not going to say that's tragic, but yeah. It's like the gift of magi, um, you think? I mean. It's nothing like the gift of the magi. <laughs> well, one of these victims uh, had to go as he was, you know, violating their dead bodies. Because another life tip, gonorrhea will live on in a corpse. Listen, oh. and Mikhail did not know well, that. Well, see, when you so, got to gonorrhea. So when you you would suggest, Colonel, if 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 you're a serial killer, wear protection. That's all we're saying. Well, I mean, had he done that, he would not have let those frozen droplets behind. Yeah. But and he wouldn't um, got. It's a good thing he, he did because he. Uh, well, pro- I mean, probably. I mean, he I guess knew the best he advice I could with, right? is, I mean, he knew these women were of loose morals, as he said. So you would, as he said, so yeah. You think he would uh, I, use the condom? I think the, I think the advice I give the moral to listeners to is is probably to not chop up and. Oh well, that too, of course. Women, but yeah, oh yeah, that's. So anyway, uh, Popkov was sentenced to life imprisonment because. Russia, being the uh, progressive and uh, forward-thinking state they are, they, they do not have the death penalty. Yeah. So unless Putin poisons you, that's <laughs> you know they got the death penalty that way. But Poisoned in July underwear. 2020, <laughs> yeah, I know he can get in your shorts. So in July 2020, he confessed to more killings, even bringing the total number of admitted victims to 83. He was just sitting in the cell and he was like. Oh, fuck. You know what? I, for- I forgot. Could you get that prosecutor yeah. back here? My bad, guys. I forgot Hold about on. these. Hold yeah, on. My bad. My bad. There was there was 30 more. That, you know that 56 I told you about? No, there was, there was some more. Uh, so due to the horrific nature of the crime, many in Russia are calling for the reinstatement of the death penalty. Dun, dun, dun. And in the meantime, Mikhail just sits in his cell and sometimes in Siberia late at night in the distance, you can hear a. You guys are fucking ridiculous. Randy, what's your final thoughts on Mikhail Povkov, the werewolf? Colonel, I, I said the I, Colonel, I said the werewolf. It doesn't matter. He's not. He's not doing it. But I find I think, it oh, amazing. Werewolf. Way to catch up. Yeah, he's not slow at all. Anyway, it's it's pretty repugnant for a lot of reasons. But you know, I so th- I don't think he ever got over the fir- his first love of Ira. Well, these so. the, we just want our audience to understand. This is the kind of stories that Brandy reads to Noah at night. So. No, it's not. Well, you you said he suggested this story. Well, and never mind the fact that, you know, this was very, very much cleaned up for the little animation video. <laughs> you clean up Noel a guy watched. who killed 83 yeah. women. <laughs> yeah. It's hard well, to. No, it's, but it's, it's hard all, to. They didn't I mean, talk even about South Ira. Park couldn't do this. First yeah. of all, they didn't talk about Ira, they didn't talk about him, you know. Sleeping with all these people after they were dead, he just said that he would. They just said that he would violate them after they were dead. So I mean, we didn't. Somebody who's nine is not going to get that. So just fuck off. Don't you worry. Don't you mom shame me? 
okay? I'm, we're all just treading water over here. That's, so that's For our listeners, uh, that number is 513-441-KIDS. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me, uh, Colonel. I, I think you could probably... <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not going to judge you, Devil. I'm not I feel like judge you are, you. though. I will let. I will let our listeners judge you harshly, yeah. um, Colonel. What's they, so, they absolutely cannot, Colonel. What's your final thoughts on Mikhail Pufkoff, the werewolf? Well, I like werewolves as a rule, Timmy. Um, but sometimes werewolves they behave badly, Timmy. They behave. They behave badly. And uh, you gotta, you gotta. If they would have just taken on Wednesdays, Timmy, and chained him in a basement, hmm. none of this would have happened. Yeah, Wednesday. You know, haven't you seen the werewolf movie? They just chain him up, and then he, or he's, like, you know, he try to get. But it always works out. He well. ain't killing and violent. Yeah, it always works out. See, I, so the, the, is, the werewolf it, was one story. that I just could not. But you know, like I, okay, I was a little fright. I'm frightened of ghosts. Frightened of mm. aliens. I was even frightened of The Blob. Remember that movie, Colonel The Blob? Mm. But, you know, not, a man turning into a wolf just was not that scary to me. See, I, I had a terrible fear of werewolves when I was a kid. I believed that was real. I used to get in the middle of the street, run home under the street lights. I That way I could hear the clicking of his nails behind me if he was chasing uh, me, Timmy. Okay, so you were afraid of werewolves. Now, werewolves are much like bears. What you want to do is get right inside. You don't want to fight them from the outside. You want to get right inside them and get into those internal organs, a soft underbelly, and just start ripping out. Now, you're probably going to get bit and be a werewolf yourself, but at least you survive it. Well, right. I mean, would that be a bad thing to be a werewolf? I'd be a benevolent werewolf. Would it be a bad thing, really, to be a werewolf? Not really, no. Except for the naked, waking up naked, you know, in the, Al- in the zoo, Alpo on your breath, next to the dead deer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, wow. you know. All right. And then the lack of, you know, the first thing I do is I go find the hottest woman I knew, and bite her, Timmy. And that way you. And then tell her, you know what? Meet me in the woods on Wednesday night, and then you'd hear, oh, 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 why are you like this? Yeah. Why are you like yeah. this? Why? You think when uh, he was hiding, uh, Mikhail Popkoff was hiding in the closet while his Ira was being banged by one of her uh, clients. He was in the uh, closet, and he was every when they were climaxing, he would say, Yeah. First of all, Ira was not a prostitute. Don't besmirch Ira. Well, she Ira was not a prostitute. She was a whore. She was a whore, Brandon. If Michael says she a whore, she a yeah. whore. Whatever. All right. Uh, so uh, we're going on to our new segment. What are we calling this segment, Colonel? Uh, life coaching from the dweebs. Didn't we uh, used to have? <laughs> didn't we used to have the Colonel's Corner? Remember that? We had the Colonel's Corner. Yeah, we did. That was very popular, but. Uh, Time constraints, you know, being what they are. So if you have a question, you would like life advice from one of us, first of all, you... you Reevaluate. <laughs> you're way beyond our help if you need advice from us. <laughs> but if you do, send one of us a uh, message on uh, through Messenger, 
and uh, we will address it uh, on our very next episode. You can also join our we Facebook will. group, History Dweebs, the podcast, and there you can also um, uh, ask your question, and um, you get to join a group of a bunch of very bunch of funny, very funny people who listen to the show. So with that, very uh, what's our first question, Colonel? Well, our first question, Timmy, comes from a comes from a mother, concerned mother, okay. Timmy, and she said, "My son, who is twenty, knocked up a young girl, and they're getting married. Now, advice on what to do with this situation and tips for getting the new daughter-in-law to like you." Okay, I know that you mentioned that you have some children, so. Maybe you'll be in the situa- same situation. Well, you know, I got boys, so that situation is always a possibility at any given moment. Um, wow, and somebody else's problem. Yeah. So let's address this first part. Okay. Now, he's 20 years old. He's 20 years old. So he, he he's getting married. He's doing the right thing to do. Doing the right thing here. But... I see some problems with 20-year-olds getting married. Don't you, Timmy? Well... I mean, it's it, it's a tough thing. But, but you know, you can help them because you help them along. Now, we get to the second part. Advice on this situation and getting the new daughter-in-law to like you. Let me explain that you don't need her to like you. She's going to need you. Fuck her. Because they're 20 years old. They're going to be married. They ain't going to have no goddamn money. So they're going to be coming to you. They might be living in your house. <laughs> so the important thing is that you like her. The important thing is, much like the prison code, you establish dominance over this woman. Slapper. Over this young girl. You pee on her. When you, when, when you meet her, well, you pee on your son. You pee on your son to mark the territory. Because here's the thing. Women and, come and, and go. And when we say that, we but mean, a boy we and mean his the, mama, uh, the person who's writing the mother right and we don't want everyone just go right the mother we don't want everyone just to no, walk not, up and pee on yeah, don't everyone go pee on the boy um you, you go in you either slap her establish dominance in some way and then she's gonna be working hard to get you to like her so she don't get slapped again right so you establish your dominance they're going to need plenty of help because they're only 20 years old and, and our thoughts and prayers are going to be with them. We really hope that they can make it through this. Um, and, and, you know, but the other side of this is is you got a baby coming into the world and that's going to bring a lot of joy. So you're going to be able to share that together, you know, be be involved in those moments and share the joy and and share the joy and slap her. That's that's my really and, my and, advice and for pee this. on her. That's my advice. And, pee on well, her. Don't, don't pee on her. Pee on the sun, because again, as I say, women come and go, but mamas and the boys, you know, unless they're violent Russian dr- drunken alcoholics, um, there's a bond that he's always going to be a boy. They're going to get married, and hopefully it works out, and you know she's his wife forever, but. We, you know, fifty percent of them don't. We know, wives are temporary. We know it's not gonna, Mamas on, are permanent. We know it's not going to work out. She's going to be out of there. Well, she's going to. She's going to leave him. He's going to pay child support. And that's why well, I'm an optimist. You, are Timmy. An optimist. you know, I'm an optimist. 
Which is, I which is why that, I Timmy. say why you still can pee on her. <laughs> well, pee on both of them if you want to. But the trick, again, they need you. They're going to need you for plenty of help. So you establish dominance. You slap her. Pee on her. You tell her, her where her room is. You tell her when the dinner time is. You tell her when she's going to help you cook. And what do you think about that advice, Devil? Would you concur? Or do you have some and other Brandy, words? Now, Brandy has like a very good relationship. You have a very good relationship with your son's uh, fiance, right? Well, yeah, she works for me. Yeah, but she's—I mean, she's—you guys have you guys. No, she's she's very sweet. Have you ever had to slap her? Have you ever peed on her? She no, I've I've never had to slap her. No, and I've never I've never peed on either one of them. We did have a talk at one point, I think, where I said. You know, I got rid of the last one. I can get rid of you, too, um, which establishes a healthy fear. I think well, you fear also is always to... a fear is a healthy component in every relationship, wouldn't you say? Sure. sure. And so you have to establish this healthy fear. That way, you know, she knows that you can make her non-existent uh, fairly quickly. I think I think I think peeing son. on her would do the exact same, you know, would have the same result. I don't don't pee on her. You don't pee on, the pee boy. on her. You pee on the you boy. You pee on the thing you're you're claiming you're claiming. You claim is oh, yours. I'm saying it. It wouldn't yeah. hurt. And when the it baby comes, you pee on, on that too. Okay. You pee on the no. baby. Pee on the baby. Because you're gonna be the grandma. You're gonna be yeah. the grandma. You're worried about something that you ain't got to worry about happening. It doesn't matter if the girl likes you. What matters mm-hmm. is that you like the girl. I mean, and you're going to be in a strong you're going like to be in girl. a strong position because you're going to be she's going to want you to babysit. So, well, and here's the other thing. Never let on that you like her because then you lose you lose something there. You lose that. Yeah. Be polite. That be grip. polite. Be polite yeah. even if you like her. Be polite. Be somewhat welcoming, but always kind of keep her on edge. Keep her where she doesn't really know where she stands. Right, keep her off balance. Yeah, it's much like a marriage, balance. really. You know, yeah, don't well, don't ever tell your true feelings. You know, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Dave and I just, you know, hey, I love you. Well, why don't you fuck off? That's yeah. kind of, and I know that he loves me, and it's. Do you fine. pee on each other? So, you know, surprisingly, no, uh, because you know that's just not a thing we do, but. Oh, uh, you're you're you in know, the trees, I guess. I'm not as much into trees, Spacing. but again, you know, it'll 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 all be fine. They don't need to get married. I mean, I can appreciate the fact that they think they want to. Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, there, there's no reason for them to get married. It's 2021. No reason for that. Live in sin. Well, Live in sin. You know, that way, there's not this messy there, divorce and there all this could other. Be, there could be love move involved out. here, devil. There could be love involved. And I know that whole thing's foreign to you. But I'm not buying that. It's a strong, powerful emotion that drives people to sometimes do irrational things. But I think that, uh, and don't forget, again, you're blessed. It, it, it seems like a terrible thing now, or maybe not a terrible thing, but a stressful thing. But you're blessed with a new baby, and that's that is really true. always and that's you're gonna have baby, so much joy and happiness. Well, yeah, and you're gonna have a new baby that you can give back to their parents when they start fussing. 
Exactly. So, it, so we that's covered, all good. So we covered that. Well, I, I just want to uh, say I, I would still pee, pee oh, on. Good. Okay. I know you want. want you just want to pee, pee on, on everything. everything yeah. Oh my God. Well, a concerned mother. Le- Leanne, a concerned mother. We hope. Leanne, that, reach out. We hope that the concerned mother. Uh, we've given you solid advice, and that uh, all will be well. <laughs> right. Let us know how it works out. Yes. Well, our next question comes in, and we'll try to handle this one. Um, it actually came from someone who put it in public, so I'll name him Jason Dykes. Our good friend Jason Dykes. You want to know, who, how do I get girls to like me? Well, you pee on him, Jason. And that's, this, that's the first thing you do. <laughs> Everything don't, is not peeing that, on Jason. people, Timmy. Everything is not peeing on Jesus, people. Not Tim. for Not at first. Not at first. So it's always worked for me. <laughs> you got to get into the mind. You got to think like a woman. You got to think like a woman. What? Just yeah, don't don't use logic or anything like that or foresight oh. or oh, okay. anything. This is what we're doing. Just All right. Think like a woman, okay? Now, what what do women love more than anything else? Repeat on. Two things. Two things. No. We don't love <laughs> no, to be peed on. First of all, women by nature are nurturers, right? It's it's like it's, yes, it's the way are. I got this little tiny dog up here. Is you know, she swore that she hated little dogs. All of a sudden, the dog needed taken care of, and he's the greatest dog in the world. See, women need to nurture. So rather than try to and Jason, I know you know. See, your whole thing is you're packaged as this guy who's got his life together. Who's got everything under control? His package is you he know, package. smart guy. Um, he's, I mean, Jason. Really, when you think about, it, he's a whole total package, and that is not what women want. Women want a fixer upper. Women want broken. Yeah, they do. They they do. See, love. women want to come in and save you. I mean, how you think? Look at Timmy. Look at Timmy. Look, for Christ's sake, does my life mean nothing? Right, Timmy. Timmy, Timmy is was the condemned model for this. Kim, Timmy yeah, was condemned for years ago. If Timmy were ago. a house, they were a tortoise some bitch down, and then all of a sudden Leanne came in here, tools and whatever, and all of a sudden Timmy a mansion now. But I, is you he know, though? Timmy's on the lifestyles of rich and famous. I'm like, yeah, is he though? So, yeah, I'm like on a home because I f- home channel, the home whatever that thing is called. Yeah, he's on no, the home channel. No, because I feel like Leanne's sort of drawn up plans, but we haven't really started the construction on that yet. <laughs> So I and know, we don't know, know if Leanne's Leanne going to flip him. Leanne does not know. know about cheap trick. Uh, how can you not know cheap trick? I mean, well, she's much younger than I you. I don't care. How would you go around life without knowing and listening to cheap trick? Because <laughs> she's much know. younger than you. I don't know. She probably doesn't know. Uh, I wonder if she knows Barry Manilow. But back to Jason. You think he was gay? So this you is think what Barry women want. Was gay. Oh, he's absolutely. He says it now. He's gay. Yeah. So he. So if he was, if he says Knock he's gay now, he feather. was probably gay. Then. Uh, Colonel, <laughs> can you sing it. a little Mandy for us? Mm-mm. I remember no, all my life raining down as cold as ice. Oh my Shadows God. of a man. A face through a window crying Jason, in the night. Jason, please listen to me. Tomorrow, please listen to me. First of all, 
if you if you want Happy to get a girl, don't sing for her unless you have an actual decent singing voice. So please don't do that. We don't want to fix her upper. Don't listen to them. Oh my God! Oh man! Yeah. Oh well, my you God. came and you gave without taking. We don't want to fix her up. But I you want to get a woman, you take your dog for a walk. Mandy. Take your dog you to the dog park. Me and, stop me from and move shaking. out of Texas. I'm really disappointed that I knew that much of that song. <laughs> you did know uh, a lot. You, know, <laughs> you did know a you lot. Know, what, you I could have gone through the whole goddamn well, thing. There's a lot of good advice in that song. Because you know what really turns women on is when you're crying and shaking. And they can come along it. Oh yeah, cry, sh- be a, basically be a chihuahua, yeah. be a helpless, no. shaky chihuahua, Jason. Because I'm, women then will look you. at you. See, your problem is, is you got everything so together. The woman's looking at it like, oh, he ain't gonna need me, and if I get him, he's just gonna leave me for something better next week. No, they gotta see you as they gotta see themselves as superior. And you is broken because women always got always got to be superior, and you is broken. And then they will they will swaddle you. They will swaddle they you. Will, they will okay. They will fix her up. They will put your head wait a minute. to their breast and let you suckle. They will put okay. your head right in your their bosom. And, you oh, and they will say it's God. okay. They will stroke the back of your head. They'll say, Okay, we can mm-hmm. we can we can work with this. We can work with this. And no, then all no, you have no, to do no. is resist change. Continue to be broken. The more you're broken, the oh. harder they work. Okay. Nothing turns Are women, you too so done nothing, with your dipshits? Nothing so, turns women so on stupid. more than being pathetic. Exactly. Be oh weak and pathetic. Cry. Okay. Cry for Christ's sake. Okay. Tell me you're sorry for the way you Stop. Y'all, I mean, dude. I'm Stop. just saying what's worked for me over the years. No, let me tell you something. Do you guys remember, I mean, you guys remember Indianapolis, most of it, right? Uh, crime con. I yeah, do. Yeah. Years ago. yeah. Yes. Crime con. Okay. So Jason was there, which was wonderful to meet Jason. He's like one of my favorite people. So we meet him and, you know, remember they had the, they just happened to have the librarians conference yes. there and Jason oh, met up yeah. with this girl. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he did. Jason met up with this girl who only talked in chicken soup for the soul quotes. She was ridiculous. She, she I hated was, her. She was attractive. I hated everything about her. She wasn't she was attractive hot. enough to be doing that yeah. shit. So here's the thing, Jason. Don't don't do that. Don't go, don't do that. Don't go for those girls. You are smart. You are funny. You're a good looking guy. Find don't show those traits you. up. Don't show those traits Shh. to anybody. Don't broken, be a smart Jason. Ass. You can be broken. smart, but take. Brutus for a walk in a at a dog park or at a park or something. Take Brutus for a walk because, as Chuck will attest, babies and dogs are chick magnets. Oh yeah, you know when I had the twins, I used borrow to borrow a baby if you need to. Yeah, borrow a baby. Um, talk about the horrific with pr- with, crash with the permission of the parents. In. We might add. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Ask permission of the parents. Go. I, actually, I think there's a rent a baby. You can actually do that. Um, but I have a nine-year-old you can rent. I have a yeah, nine-year-old. I'll pay you to take. Yeah, that's that's too. If you old. can get down to those three-year-olds, yeah, yeah. yeah, nine well, years old, they're kind of losing some of that cause, sheen. Cause, you know, yeah, they talk no. the when they're nine-year-old, all the woman's going to see is child support payments. But my baby is gorgeous. Well, he is. Well, no, all you have to say is he's your nephew. 
They love that. Oh, the uncle has taken somebody, taken his nephew out. Find a nephew, take him out. He can, you can borrow mine. I'll pay you. I'll fly him down to you. And you can take him wherever. He's super cute right now. He's got curls. You could talk about serial killers. You could talk about whatever you want because the child is well-versed in politics and true crime. And the other so, thing you can do, Jason, go down to uh, the dog shelter and ask if you can just foster for a day. Foster for a day and find the homeliest, smallest dog you can. Don't get one of those manly dogs like a German Shepherd Pitbull. Get the get the little ugly Yorkie. pug or Yorkie or whatever and, and put a little bow in its hand. Take it to the park and, uh, and the women will just really... I mean, sometimes you get hit in the side of the head with underwear. It's it's just like sometimes that. Br- and, sometimes and, and when bricks. women talk to you, um, you know, stutter a little bit. Um, act, don't look them in the eye. Look down at your shoes. You know, just act like you're just a mess. Or be disheveled. And, and, and women love they guys who are disheveled. Yeah, be disheveled. Um, and no. really. Really, that's the only the the best advice I can give you and is is don't let people know you're together. Don't or let women, women don't like that. Wait, wait like five years. Dave will be dead, and you can come up here, and I can find my most damaged girlfriend for you, or I can take care of you because I'm a nurturer. Well, well but I don't. Why really you gotta wait for that. Dave to be dead to do that? Because why because you got even will, bring Dave being dead into the universe? Well, and I mean, she, grow a full, full beard too, because apparently that's something Brandy likes. I don't know why you say that. <laughs> In all honesty, uh, Jason, that's a lot of great advice. But I, if all else fails, pee on the lady because they they really love that. Women really love that. Yeah, we and here's here's not. another one. Look, and Timmy found this out too. See, you know how women here in this country, they love Australian and British accents? Yeah. Well, British women love American accents. They love uh, Appalachian gibberish. They do. <laughs> they do. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a turn on to them. So, we got accents. Use it. Be broken. Use your accent. Get an ugly dog. Go to the park. You're golden, Jason. And pee on her. Listen to the colonel. And pee on her. And pee. Wait a couple dates to pee on her. Wait till she says, I want to be exclusive. When she says, okay, you know, this is how I do it. You know, this is how I was raised. This is how we do it in our neighborhood. Just whip it out and pee on her leg. No, learn Make to cook. Make sure she's got shorts on. Or learn to cook. Yeah, but Something the more besides skills you cheese. gain, the less helpless you are. And the more less helpless you are, the more less appealing they find you. That's just been my experience. If they think you're possibly brain damaged, broken, and ain't nobody else going to take care Crackhead. of you, that's, why, that's when they really is, hold on to minute. you. Wait a minute. Is yeah. that how you got Renee? Because she thinks you're brain damaged? Well, that that, I really don't that rule does not apply out. when you got a big package. doesn't apply to the colonel, for Christ's sake. It, abs- it absolutely does. I'm the colonel, he wasn't David. always the colonel. He wasn't always the colonel, so I'm pretty sure that Renee just thought he was brain damaged and she was only going to have to take care of him for a couple more couple of years before he walked into traffic. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you all with your life advice way. is just ridiculous. So, 
No, clearly. So it hopefully didn't work out we have helped out a couple of dweebs. And uh, again, if you need help in your life, feel God. free to message one of us, and uh, we'll do it in anonymity. Anonymity. A monomity. Anonymity. And, uh, but that's great. Anonymity. Yeah. Anonymity. And. Uh, but. We- and, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get you through your your crisis. All right. So send those so, uh, send right. those questions to us through Messenger, and that was all free, by the way. We got three. No, I said no, that, was, that free. was all that advice oh, was free. Yeah. So okay. So next time, if Whatever. you if you have a question, just send it to us through Messenger, and we will address it in our next episode. Uh, Colonel, we would now like to. Um, Oh shit! I got to talk some more. Well, we want to thank all of the people who su- I don't know how you who could. have supported us on Patreon over the years. It's something that um, we really, really appreciate. Now we don't always up, uh, keep the list up to date. So over the past week, I went in and um, reviewed the list, and we now have the most current list. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs, all one word, patreon.com slash history dweebs, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or a kernel. Or just a wee little bit. Too. And, just and we, would like, to, just we would like to say if your name is not, uh, because we've updated the list, if your name is not on the list, it could mean a couple of things. One, that um, you're no longer supporting. You're not giving. Yeah, anything. you're not supporting the podcast. So fuck those people. They ain't worth a dime. <laughs> we still love you, but if you, but if your name is not, and you believe that you are um, still contributing to Patreon, just go to Patreon.com and and um, check it out. Because sometimes uh, c- credit cards, they the expiration date, you know, the card expires or whatever, or you know, your home is. Uh, uh, your car is being re- repossessed, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, or if you go on and you find out, hey, I am contributing, and they still didn't mention my name, let us know, send us a message, and we'll review it to make sure that uh, our records are correct. So, Colonel, you want to give a shout-out to all the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. I do, I do, I do. At the top of the list, we got Emily. Thank you, Emily. Then Aaron Kunkamola. Rachel Goss, Anna Kaufman, Shelby Pelegi, Robert Benefield, Gina Green, Andrea, Louise Sedans, Tessie, Buffy, Danielle Townsend, Marianne Wright, the Already Gone podcast, Timmy. Our good friend Nina, who, Amber who Anderson. went down to Tennessee last week. This week. She did. Ben Dobrovich, the Bloody Murder podcast, Timmy, with our good friends. Tara. Barney. Barney and Tara. Yeah. Bridget Bernard, the bloody. Oh, I got that one. Cassie Kitchens, Callie Jones, Christy Lee, and a Canadian true crime podcast, Great podcast. Timmy. Carl Asplin, Cheryl LeBlanc, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, Erica Kenny, Aaron Turner, Marsha Boris, Jay Cleveland Payne, Jimmy Dent, Iro Jason Dykes, who we just changed his life. Dr. Jeff and his lovely wife, Dawn, Jennifer Orca, Jennifer Svoda, Jess, Kelly Charette, Kim Stroop, Christine Malachinsky, Laura O'Reilly, Marsha Boris, Marie, 
Mary Courtney Sheldon, Michelle Johns, Paula Kimes, uh, the Context and Clarity Podcast, Sarah Bloom, Sue Van Hook, Shannon Arnold, a lovely, lovely, lovely Shirley Strap, who we're always thinking about. We miss you on the page. Stephen Potts, happy birthday to those twin girls of yours. Oh Terry Strafford, Malachi, COVID going to be over. He's going to be getting back in the ring. They Walk Among Us podcast, Timmy. Our good friend Ben, who had a uh, uh, birthday this past week. Yeah. He did. Tyrone, Todd Long, Tommy Lane, and Tracy Smith, Timmy. What? All those people we like to And thank. I think I talked over uh, when you mentioned Anna and uh, Amber Anderson. So thank you guys for yes. supporting the podcast. And again, if you would like to uh, become a sponsor on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs. All one word. All right. We're going to get out of here. All right. Uh, thank you all for yeah, joining I'm us. Gonna go, I'm going to go frolic in the sun, Timmy. Uh, well, good. Uh, I hope you maybe you maybe you'll pee on someone when you're out there. I always do. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.